Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to another episode of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host of this Let's Ride podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. As you always know, it's a part of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, which should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. And wherever you listen to your podcast, make sure you search for BTSC, Behind the Steel Curtain, uh, or Steelers. Subscribe, follow, do whatever you have to do. It doesn't matter the platform. Make sure that you don't miss a thing. That's not just my Monday, Wednesday, Friday Let's Ride podcast, but that's a live mic on Tuesday morning, the Stat Geek with Dave Schofield on Thursday. And all of our PM content, we're talking about the Hangover on Monday, the Scobro Show on Tuesday, the Curtain Call on Wednesday, Thursday, the Preview, Friday Night with Tony on Friday, obviously. Saturday, we have uh, the Touchdown Under Crew from down in Australia, and then Sunday, Tales from 2 a.m. with Brian Anthony Davis, which, by the way... As I said last week when I had Maddie Peverell on Friday, I said I'm going to be doing this about every Friday, having a guest on in some way, shape, or form to talk about the Steelers and maybe their role on our podcast platform. Today's guest in the second half will be none other than Brian Anthony Davis. It's someone you've heard a lot from, but I think we're going to ask him some questions that are a little bit different. Uh, going to get a feel for what's coming up. I've been teasing the fact that we are expanding our platform. So excited to talk about Brian to introduce you all to some of that content that's going to be coming your way. And also just so you know about the volume. I don't want anyone to think that we're going to start pumping out 12 shows a day. That's not what it's going to consist of. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the second half. I'm really excited about this show, this podcast. There's a lot of stuff to talk about. And I decided, you know, I'm going to tease. I'm, I'm working on a bigger project that is going to take some time, take some research. Hey, the Hartman house is moving. Again, you might be saying, Jeff, didn't you just move? And the answer is yes, we did just move. We sold our house. We had to move into a rental, and now we're moving into our house that will be our permanent house for a long time. And so we're it, during, during this time, it's crazy, and I don't have time to sit down and research things as much as I'd like to. So with that said, I do have a show coming up I might toss it over to Dave Schofield or have him on the show to help him use his brain power to figure it out as well. But that's coming up. Big show. I'm, I'm really excited for that that topic. Um, it's definitely one that's going to require some work. But today's topic is about surprises and disappointments. Pittsburgh Steelers that could surprise and that could disappoint in 2021. And what I did is I broke this down into five players on each. It's five surprises, five disappointments. Gave you an honorable mention for both. But it's one of those situations where I was like, okay, what is the what are the parameters here? What are the parameters for these surprises and disappointments? Because every year we have players who step up. They would be surprises, players that really kind of rise above. And then we have players that don't step up to the challenge. And those are the players that are more aligned disappointments. And that's horrible to say, but that's just reality. The really the only true parameter that I had. With this exercise, was I decided I'm not going to use rookies. No rookies. I think about someone like Sutton Smith. And Sutton Smith was a six-round draft pick from, I believe, Northern Illinois, and everyone was in love with this guy. Oh my gosh, what a! He's going to be so good. He got hurt in training camp. He didn't even make the team. So everyone would say that's a disappointment. Well, that happens every year with rookies. And so the Steelers have nine drafted rookies this year. Not all nine could make the team, and if that's the case, I I said, you know what, I'm just going to leave rookies out. I'm only going to have players that are currently on the roster that are not in their first year. 
So what I want to do is I'm going to go through the disappointments first and then the surprises second. As a teacher, you're taught early on in your career, and if you're a teacher and you didn't know this, maybe you should do this, that when you have like parent-teacher conferences or you're talking with a parent, you should always finish on a positive. Leave that person. The last thing they're hearing is a positive. So that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Disappointments first, surprises second. Then we'll take a quick break and we'll get Brian Anthony Davis on and then I'll have the heart-to-heart at the very end of this show. So let's go disappointments. Players that I think could be disappointments. We're going to start with my buddy. Everyone that's listened to my podcast for any length of time knows it's my buddy. Good old Justin Lane. he He could be on the other side of this. He could be a surprise. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to pretend that that couldn't happen. It absolutely could happen. Justin Lane could turn out to be a surprise. But I have him as a disappointment. I'll tell you why. Justin Lane has not. He's been at every workout. And he did have some off-field issues, and that's neither here nor there. But is there? he's going into his third year. He was a third-round draft pick out of Michigan State. And when the Steelers release Steven Nelson, you think this is the perfect opportunity for him to slide in. He is an outside cornerback. That is his primary position. Outside cornerback. Okay, but... No one's talking about Justin Lane. No one. During mandatory minicamp and OTAs, it was James Pierre, an undrafted player from last year, who was speaking to reporters, that was getting all this pub, that was pumped up. All of this, all these, nothing with Justin Lane. If Justin Lane doesn't win himself a job in some capacity this season, that would be a humongous disappointment, and he would be just the latest of many failed defensive back draft picks for the Steelers. I'm not I'm not trying to start that discussion or that debate that the Steelers can't draft defensive backs. No, because they've done it, and they've hit on a couple. Cam Sutton is a perfect example. They did draft Cam Sutton out of Tennessee, so keep that in mind. But Justin Lane is number one in terms of my overall disappointments or potential disappointments in 2021. Next, I'm going to go to the offensive side of the football, and I'm going to go with a running back that is very familiar with Matt Canada's offense, and that would be none other than Jalen Samuels. Jalen Samuels is a player who everyone always says the same thing. You bring up Jalen Samuels, everyone talks, well, you know, he did have that game against New England. Yes, he did have a game, I believe he rushed for 142 yards. The one thing I remember about that game the most, it's not anything that happened on the field, not anything that happened before the game. It happened after the game when he was interviewed, because clearly, he was probably the, the most notable player in that game. After the game, he said, that was the first time in my entire career I've ever rushed for 100 yards. I kind of looked, and did he just say that? First time ever rushing for 100 yards? That's exactly what he said. First time they've, he ever rushed for 100 yards. So you think to yourself, last season, super disappointing, didn't do anything. Uh, two years ago, didn't really do anything either in 2019. And so what's his role going to be? They drafted Najee Harris first overall. You think Anthony McFarland last season was a fourth-round pick. You still have Benny Snell on the roster. Jalen Samuel, I mean, unless he somehow turns into some H-back, and that's the role he played at NC State when Matt Canada was there, and that's assuming that Matt Canada values that H-back position. I don't see Jalen Samuels doing anything. In fact, I could see Jalen Samuels being cut. If he makes the team, I'm not going to be upset. None of these things are going to disappoint me. If these disappointments turn into surprises, I will be ecstatic. 
Nonetheless, I'm looking at this and saying that so far, I don't think Jalen Samuels is going to surprise anyone. I think he's going to be a disappointment. Let's stay on the offensive side of the ball for the third disappointment here, and that would be James Washington. It's a numbers game. It really is. And when you look at the Steelers wide receiving court, you have Chase Claypool, Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, James Washington, Ray-Ray McLeod. And you look at Matt Canada and what he likes to do and the the role and, I guess, the direction that the Steelers are going to be going with wanting to get back to the run. You have to ask yourself, how many opportunities is he going to have? How many opportunities is James Washington going to have on the field to actually make an impact? I love James Washington. He's a hard worker. He is an an old-school wide receiver, but at the same time, my goodness, it just doesn't seem like, barring injury, he's going to get an opportunity to do anything. He's in the final year of his rookie contract. I don't foresee him getting a second contract with the Pittsburgh Steelers. I would be shocked if he did, but I just don't see James. Everyone has high hopes for James Washington almost every season, and it just never comes to fruition. He doesn't have a great rapport with Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, he definitely doesn't have the same skill set of someone like Chase Claypool or even Juju Smith-Schuster, definitely not Deontay Johnson. I just don't see it. I'm, I hate to say it because I, I said, again, I like James Washington, but I just don't see it. And I think it's he's going to be a disappointment in 2021. Let's go to the defensive side here. It's a second-year player. I like this player a lot. I have high hopes for this player. I hope that I am wrong when it comes to the fifth and final disappointment, and that's Antoine Brooks Jr. Antoine Brooks Jr. was a sixth-round draft pick, and the one thing I can't get through my mind is that he was cut after training camp in 2020, his rookie year. And then the Steelers brought him back on the practice squad, and he was promoted, and he spent the majority of the season on the active roster. But originally, he did not make the team. Now, I do think that he has a great chance of making the team, but what kind of role does he have outside of special teams? A lot of people were thinking he could fill that Mike Hilton role. I'm sorry, I'm just not sold on that. I need to see it. And he was one of the players that I've said openly multiple times, I'm excited for the preseason for this player. And not just Antoine Brooks Jr., but a lot of players from last season that are going to get quality repetitions that we, the fans, are going to get to see. Uh, it's not that the coaches haven't seen it, and they kept him on the team for a reason. And I know Mike Tomlin spoke about him a, a couple times during mandatory minicamp, but I just don't know. He was a six-round draft pick out of Maryland. We know Tomlin loves his Terps, but still, I'm looking at it and saying, man, I could see this just not not playing out, just not playing out. And that's that stinks, but at the same time, that's just my gut feeling. Honorable mention for disappointments is Bray Ray McLeod. Ray-Ray McLeod, both as a special teams player and as a receiver, towards the tail end of 2020, kind of tapered off. Maybe what he was doing became a little bit predictable. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't see him having a huge role in 2021. I'll be shocked if he does. Let's go to the surprise side now. The surprises. Number one, it's kind of the contrasting look from Justin Lane, is James Pierre. James Pierre, who has a super small sample size. I mean, we're talking like 35 defensive snaps. Everyone has high hopes. I think he could come out and surprise a lot of people uh, when you're hearing about him getting his hands on the football, mandatory minicamp, and things like that. It's exciting. It is exciting. So James Pierre is definitely on my surprise list. Next, you have I, I have Benny Snell. And you all might, you know, Benny, gosh, I mean, everyone had high hopes for him as, as a change of pace back when you had James Conner, who's a downhill back, one-cut slasher kind of running back. Uh, you have Benny Snell, who is more of a bruiser. Now, Benny Snell, what kind of role is he going to have with Najee Harris? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the Steelers are going to use that, but I think Benny Snell is going to be motivated. 
He's going to be motivated for multiple things. Number one, the Steelers drafted a running back in the first round. I mean, if that's not a slap in the face, I don't know what is. I really don't. Nonetheless, I think about Benny Snell and him. He's going into the third year of his of his career in his rookie contract. He's playing for his next contract. So anytime he gets the ball, he is going to have a purpose. I mean, and, and that may sound crazy, but think back to last season. James Conner was there. Benny Snell's there. Benny Snell might be thinking to himself, you know what, all I have, all I have to do is bide my time. When James Conner's gone, it's going to be my show. I'm going to be the workhorse. Najee Harris welcomes the, enters the chat, and now all of a sudden everything changes. So I think Benny Snell's going to be motivated. When he gets an opportunity, I expect him to make some plays, and that's a good thing for the Steelers. It really is. Next, I go with Zach Banner. A lot of players, a lot of not players, a lot of fans are questioning Zach Banner in a lot of ways. They're saying, really, well, what does Zach Banner bring to this team? He doesn't have a lot of experience. He did win the right tackle job over Chooksakor for last season, but how do we know what he's going to be like as a full-time starter? I think Zach Banner is going to surprise a lot of people. I wouldn't be shocked if by the end of the season, or maybe even at the midway point of this 2021 season, we're talking about Zach Banner the way we once talked about Marcus Gilbert. Marcus Gilbert meaning that if you recall when he was drafted in the second round out of Florida, everyone thought he was the future at left tackle. Just didn't work out. He moves over to right tackle and he thrives. He just was a, he was a great two-way tackle. He did great in pass protection, was great in run block, blocking and I I just will never forget him shutting down Khalil Mack multiple times, uh Von Miller. I think Zach Banner is going to surprise a lot of people. He has really been in my opinion if you think about like pent-up energy boy does Zach Banner have a lot of that right now he's just itching to go I mean just raring to go he was he won that job last season and then his he tears his ACL in week one he's going to be motivated he's going to be ready to go I think he's going to surprise a lot of people the next surprise on my list is another one that a lot of fans might strongly disagree with and that's Terrell Edmonds I think Terrell Edmonds, again, a lot of the, there's a theme here, folks. The last three, especially, it's all about motivation. And the last one's going to be about motivation. You talk about Benny Snell, and he's proving himself to other NFL teams at the same time. You talk about Zach Banner, he's finally motivated to get a chance to, to be a starter. Terrell Edmonds did not have his fifth year option picked up. So he's probably, oh my gosh, that probably irks him. He wanted to stay with Pittsburgh, he wanted that fifth year option. He wants that second contract. And he didn't get it. Minka got it. He did not get it. And so Terrell Edmonds has to be motivated. He has to be really ready to go and saying, you know what? I'm going to go out there. Can he get his hands on the football more? That's the biggest question. I think he will. I think he's going to take that next step. I know that Keith Butler, defensive coordinator, has said that he just needs to play faster, not physically faster, but mentally processing. And when he's, according to Butler, his words, not mine, when he can do that, he's going to get his hands on the ball. He's going to be around the ball more. So Terrell Edmonds, I think he's going to be a surprise. The last surprise just happens to be one of the newest Steelers, and that's Trey Turner. Trey Turner. Trey Turner's the guard that when David DeCastro was released, Trey Turner gets picked up. And I, no one really knows what to expect from Trey Turner. No one knows, is it going to be good? Is it going to be bad? Who knows? But I'll tell you this, Trey Turner, in terms of motivation, has a ton. He signed a one-year deal with Pittsburgh. He's trying to prove that he still has plenty left in the tank. The story, the storyline, the narrative, I know Dave Schofield wrote this article for the, the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, is 
He and DeCastro's storylines are essentially one and the same, except DeCastro is going to have to have another procedure done on his ankle. According to Turner, and the Steelers would not have signed him if he was still hurt, he's healthy, he's ready to go. Can he rejuvenate his, his career in Pittsburgh? If so, would that mean another contract with Pittsburgh or someone else? He is going to be motivated for sure. And lastly, my honorable mention for surprises is a player in the defensive backfield that no one is talking about, and that's Arthur Millette. Arthur Millette. Arthur Millette is a player who played for the Jets. He's played safety. He's played cornerback. And I didn't know much about him, but Jeffrey Benedict wrote a great film room on him, and it was essentially titled, What Does Arthur Millette Bring to the Steelers' Defense? And he broke down how he's not perfect. Um, In fact, one of the most notable plays in terms of bad plays for Millette was when he gave up a huge touchdown pass to Dante Moncrief. I know, bad. But still, I think Millette's versatility... His experience is going to help him. I think he makes the team. And I wouldn't be shocked if Arthur Millette is the one that fills that Mike Hilton role. We haven't heard much from Millette. We'll see if he can turn some heads in training camp. But there you have it. Those are my surprises and disappointments for this 2021 NFL Steelers season. I hope maybe you disagree with me. I want to remind everyone, if you want to communicate with me, not on Twitter, if you're like, Jeff, I'm not a Twitter person. Okay, that's fine. Go to BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. Every single podcast we have gets pushed out in an article. Find the Let's Ride article. Go down to the comment section and leave a comment. I always check all of the comments on my podcast, and I would be glad to discuss the surprises and disappointments with you. So just just a way we can communicate. My ride or die crew, you all are so loyal. If you want to communicate with me, that's how you do it. And creating an account is completely free. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Brian Anthony Davis join us to talk about the podcast platform. And don't forget, my heart to heart coming up. Stay tuned. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second segment of Let's Ride. I'm Jeff Hartman, your host of this Monday, Wednesday, Friday podcast. And as I said last week when I had Maddie Peverell on, every Friday I'm going to be bringing on a guest. I already talked about this at the beginning of the show, but it's a good friend of mine, Brian Anthony Davis, podcast producer. What's up, Brian? How are you? Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Am I a part of the Ride or Die crew? Hashtag Ride or Die now? Well, that you didn't have to be on my show to be a part of the ride or die crew. I mean, I've, I've made it very clear to be, to be on the ride or die crew. You have to listen to every episode and you have to live and breathe Pittsburgh Steelers. So if you fall into that category, then you are officially a member. If not, well then you're not, <laughs> there's no other way about it. Well, you know how, you know how much I love let's ride. You know how much I love the hashtag ride or die crew. And because of that, my listeners on Tales from 2 a.m. said, hey, we need to establish our own fan base. And we are now hashtag bad company. And because of you guys, they were inspired for that. So I thank you for that. <laughs> now we've got bad company and ride or die. It's awesome. I feel like there might be some copyright infringement on yours, though. I'm not sure. I mean, you know, bad well, company and all. It's capital B, capital A, capital D company. So we're OK. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> I partied with bad company back in the nineties, by the way. 
I'm not shocked. I really am not. I mean, any, any more people laugh. Like if you listen to the Steelers preview on Thursdays, you'll hear Brian talk about some crazy stuff. And I've had people say, is, is that stuff true? I'm like every single word. Like I, it's, <laughs> it, he doesn't, I mean, sometimes he jokes, but like if he tells a story, I, I truly believe that you did hang out with bad company at one point. As long as you're not hanging out with Sir Hall and Sir Oates, I think they were knighted at one point, but oh, um, <laughs> in my mind, they were, yes. <laughs> After they screwed over the Steelers in 2017, but I digress. That's not why we have Brian on the podcast. We want to talk about, and I've been teasing this now for probably about three weeks, how this upcoming season, we are going to be debuting more podcasts. Now, I don't want fans out there to think, oh my gosh, like they, they put out so much content now. How is it going to change? So Brian, real quick, before we talk about specific shows, what about the release timing of podcasts? Again, like, kind of explain that so that fans know, oh, okay, so we're going to have this show at this time on the audio side, and then this show and this show. Let them all know what's going on in terms of just at every single Monday through Friday, at least, when are shows going to be released on the platform? All right, so we are going to have, just like Let's Ride is on our AM platform, and where you get that, if you want a new Let's Ride, you're going to get that every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 5 a.m., just like the Stat Geek on Thursdays at 5 a.m. and the Live Mic on Tuesdays at 5 a.m. That is not going to change whatsoever. And something that you're used to on the audio side as well is every day at 12, you are getting the YouTube show from the night before. Now we're going to change that. The YouTube show is going to be released a lot earlier around midnight. So when that show comes out roughly around 9 p.m., it's live. You're going to have access to it about three hours later, but you're going to have that fresh 5 a.m. show to go ahead and get that studio show that we love. Because I really think that our 5 a.m. shows, especially Let's Ride, they're our flagships and they are really, they're setting the, they're getting the day started. They're fresh. They're, they're up to date. So it's fantastic. And I'm really excited about that. But because we're giving you those YouTube shows and keeping them fresh by putting them out earlier, there's a big gap at noon. And so at that point, what we're going to do is we are going to take brand new shows Well, we're going to keep one. And then we're going to add Five new shows, basically. And we're going to put them on at noon. They are going to be studio shows as well. So they're going to open up with our house band, the Jerry Cherry Band. And you're going to hear that music. And then we're going to start off with some shows. There are going to be some familiar names on that show. You notice every Wednesday, Jeff, we have one of our favorite shows. And you had him on the show last week, Matty yep. Peverell. Yep. And Matty's doing some fantastic things. In late January, early February, he debuted something called, well, it was called, it's called The War Room Now, but at the time it was called something different. It was called The Cap Room, and he does the dollars and cents, and he also does, you know, he talks about new players that the Steelers might be thinking about drafting and how everything comes into play on the dollars and cents side. So you might be thinking, and Jeff, you said something here. You said something, oh, all these podcasts, are they going to be talking about the same things? That's what we wanted to make sure that we did when we added these new shows. We wanted to make sure that we're adding shows that are unique. It's not going to be, hey, we're going to have a show talking about Steelers. They are all going to have a theme and a hook, and you're going to know what to expect every week when you turn that show on, and it's going to be something different each time. 
Okay, so we're, so we're debuting these noon shows. They're just going to be 30 minutes. I don't want people to think that this is going to be hour-long shows. So a lot of people, we've gotten a lot of really good feedback. And one of the reasons why our morning shows are so popular is that it's only 30 minutes. And so typically most people have 30 minutes, whether they're getting ready for work, whether they're on their way to work, whether they're on their lunch break. Um, they're all going to be 30 minutes in length, give or take a few minutes here or there. But Brian, what are some of the shows that are coming out? Let's Let's debut this stuff. All right. So Monday's not going to change when we are in season. At noon, Let's Ride's going to get moved to noon like it was last season. That's because the post-game show that we have, that is going to carry over. And a lot of people are going to want to continue to hear what we had to say right after the game. So we're going to just preempt Let's Ride a little bit, have it fresh at noon. That gives Jeff a chance to recharge his batteries too. So we did that last year. It was very successful. On Tuesday, we're going to have a brand new show with somebody that you're very familiar with. When we talk about film study, one of the best in the business is somebody that has started with us last year on the podcast side. You know him on the editorial side as well. Jeffrey Benedict is going to go out on his own, have his own solo show. And I'm very excited about it because when people listen to Jeffrey, they know that they're getting some in-depth analysis. So we're going to call it on the Steelers cutting room floor. So you're going you're gonna to think, well, I mean, if it's a film study show, don't I need to see it? Well, Jeffrey's going to explain basically what the role of the player on certain plays is, and it's something that you'll be able to picture, but the way Jeffrey explains it, it is going to be great in audio form. All right. That sounds exciting. I, I did talk, but I, I know about all these. I'm not going to try to lie and say, <laughs> all right, what else? What else is coming up? On Wednesday. We are debuting a new show from somebody that has been featured just as a caller on Let's Ride. So we are bringing Jeremy Betts in, and Jeremy is going to be doing the Steelers fantasy football fix. It's going to be fantasy football with a Steelers perspective. Now, in the past, on the Steelers preview, we talked about Steelers to look at for fantasy. He's going to be talking about the Steelers' role with your fantasy team, whether it's a traditional team or whether it's a you know a daily fantasy that like we do on FanDuel and those other outlets, he's going to be talking about all things fantasy football, not just talking about the Steelers on that show, but the Steelers' upcoming opponent. Because remember, when you're watching the game and you play fantasy football, it's okay to have somebody from the other team. That other team's gonna score. When was the last time that the Steelers shut out? another team in back-to-back -back weeks it doesn't happen somebody's going to score so it might as well be your player too so he'll tell you if you have somebody on that other team who you should start against the Steelers and who it would be fruitless to start against the Steelers as well and he can talk about other players so that's going to be really great uh welcome hey we've got a ride or die crew coming on on Wednesdays at noon on Thursdays we talked about Matty Peverell. He is going to move the cap room, excuse me, the war room from 5 p.m. when it's on Wednesdays to Thursday at noon. So you're going to continue to have Matty talking about the dollars and cents situation of the Steelers, as well as who is upcoming in next year's draft. It's never too early to learn some of these names who he's thinking, because he's already thinking about these guys. When it's amazing, Jeff. A lot of people did not know who Kendrick Green was until 
Friday night around 9, 10 o'clock when the Steelers drafted him back on April 30th. Matty Peverell featured him on that week's War Room. So that's what you're getting from Matty Peverell in this show. Guys that we don't know about. Absolutely. On Fridays, this is a show that I'm definitely excited about. What Yin's talking about? And that is going... I hope my Yinzer was fine. So we have a gentleman from... <laughs> originally from Uniontown and he has hooked up with another comedian and they are out of Hollywood now and they're big time Steelers fans. And they sent me a demo for what Yin's talking about. It's going to be a different show. It's going to talk about social media. Social media can get crazy at times. You saw it get crazy this week with a lot of things going on. And when you're talking Steelers, we want to know who's talking about the Steelers. There might be some guests on people talking about the Steelers on social media in that perspective with Devin Bush on oh. Twitter, with oh, every, yes, with everything. They are going to break down that side. It is going to be more of less of a podcast and more of a show. There's going to be, uh, they're going to have character names. They're not going to be crazy character names, but it's going to be picture two Yinzers on a porch with an Arn City, just talking about the Steelers. I'm sorry, not the Steelers, the Steelers. You know, so that's what this show is going to be about. I am really excited for Kyle and his crew and this show. It's going to be great. Then on Saturdays, we're going to have another show. We uh, we had when we put out a talent search, we got a lot of people with some existing shows. We have some gentlemen. Um, we have Chris, Joe, and Paul. We're, we call them the Ohioans. Um, they are based out of Ohio. Uh, one, one is out of, excuse me, Joe's out of Mississippi. Paul actually lives in Pittsburgh, and Chris is in Ohio. Um, Chris is a writer for USA Today. These guys are very good as far as knowing not only the Steelers, but knowing the Ohio teams, too. They are diehard Steeler fans, but they're going to get that perspective as far as Ohio goes as well. But what this show is going to be called is the Steelers Power Half Hour. And what the Steelers Power Half Hour is, they're going to be power ranking something different each week as far as the Steelers. It could be top five young players one week. It could be... Um, top five ugliest uniforms one week. That's probably an off-season show. But they are also going to take a young player and compare them to a classic Steeler. That's, there's going to be benchmarks in that show that's going to be really interesting. Every single show that I mentioned here, Jeff, they have their own theme and their own hook. When we asked for demo tapes, when we asked people to come in, we asked them to have a specific theme for their show we don't want, ah, we're just going to talk about Steelers and what, whatever happens, happens. No, these are shows with formats that are going to be really exciting to listen to. And you're going to be able to pick or choose. If you can't listen to them all, I'd love for you to listen to them all, but you're going to pick what you like the most. And you're, everybody's going to have a different flavor that they want to, hey, when you go for ice cream, you like a different flavor. This is what you're going to get at BTSC. You're going to get so many different flavors. For me, I like all kinds of flavors. Mix them up in one bowl. So I'm listening to all of these shows. 
Yeah. And the one thing, and I'm to be completely honest, obviously as a senior editor of the website, you know, I kind of have my hand in everything. Uh, I was a part of the interview process for all of these, except for one, I missed the one interview with the Ohioans, but uh, the one thing that Brian and I talked about before we even put out an, a question for what other podcasts, what, what other shows could we possibly add? We wanted, like he said, unique, different so that you're not getting the same thing over and over again. The same thing over and over again is okay in some instances, but what we tried to do across the board and that's not just these 30 minute shows that we're adding, but also with the curtain call and how they've, they've gone through and brought in guests and they bring in guests for the upcoming games during the regular season. They've done the draft that way. They've gone through the draft picks. Like it's just different. You're not getting the same thing. Uh, the preview is just different in, in and of itself. Uh, so everything should be different. We want it so that you're not like, Oh, well, they're just going to talk about the same thing. No, it's, it's totally different. So I'm really excited. I know Brian's really excited. Um, Brian, um, We'll have, I mean, sure. I would love to talk to you about the Steelers too. But that's for the preview. So if you want to check out the Steelers preview, please do so. It'll be uh, on our audio platform Friday at noon. Or if you want to watch us live on YouTube, you can find us YouTube Thursday night around 9 p.m. Eastern time. Just go to YouTube, search BTSC Steelers Radio, and you'll find our channel. Subscribe, and, and we'll see you there live. But Brian, I appreciate you taking the time to join us to talk about this platform. It's expanding, it's exploding, and it's awesome. And I thank you because you're the, you're the ringleader. You're doing it all. So thank you very much, Brian. Well, thank you for having me ride or die, Jeff. Ride or die. That's right. Very well done. All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, thank you to Brian Anthony Davis for joining me. I do want to finish up the show with a very brief uh, heart-to-heart segment, as I always do on Fridays. You know, recently this week, we had one of our uh, one of our writers – deputy editor michael beck um he was kind of attacked on social media by one person personality we'll put it that way if if you know you know well if you know you know and i wanted to talk about this i I said this on my twitter account uh, part of the fleet which is kind of like stories for twitter i said you know what i want to encourage people out there and there's a lot of people there being called fake media and pretend and fanboy and stuff like that I want you all to understand something. So I want to make this is kind of like my own personal story here, and it'll be brief. So I I am not a journalist in any stretch of the imagination. I did not graduate with a journalism degree. I did graduate with a degree. Um, I have gone on to have continuing education, and I am an educated person. I was blessed with the ability to both speak clearly and to write. Just I thank you to some great education growing up. And it's one of those situations where I, there's a lot of people that want to discredit what sites like behind the steel curtain do because we're not accredited. We are secondhand news. I want to make something known to anyone out there that might be sitting there thinking, you know, I have this passion for the Pittsburgh Steelers or any team. I have this skill set. Maybe it's with a podcast. Maybe it's with the, in the written word. I want to put it to use. Well, let me tell you how I got started. I started my own website, and this was probably back in 2006, 2007, maybe. Um, I started my own website called the Black and Gold Blitz, and I covered the Penguins, Pirates, and Steelers. Just me. Wrote articles all the time, did podcasts, talking about all three. Was working my butt off. My wife one day said, hey, Jeff, uh, you're really not getting paid for this, so why don't you try to turn this into somehow making money? I said, okay, I can look. So I got, I got hired by a company called Rant Sports. They still exist, but I was at the very beginning of that, and I was their Steelers writer. The most I made in a month there, and I did this for an entire season, was a whopping $6. Six bucks. Yeah, it was paid by click. 
I didn't have a strong social media presence. It was bad all the way around. It was bad. And so I told my wife, I need to find a new place to try and get to make, trying to make this work, to make this turn it into money. And so she goes, okay. And so I've, I emailed Neil Coolong, the former editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And I said, Neil, you know, I've got these samples. I've got experience. I'd love to come on staff. He said, I'd love to have you. Can't pay you, but I'd love to have you. So I said, sure. And Neil taught me so much. I'm very appreciative of all he did for me. And I did all of this work for Neil. I was like his secondhand man. I did all this backend work. I was writing multiple articles a day for nothing, for nothing. And then eventually... Neil said, hey, I, I, well, I convinced him. I want to start a podcast. We started a podcast platform, which is one show a week, and I got paid $50 a month. Woohoo! there you go. I'm making some money now. I'm making some money. And then eventually Neil decided he was going to move on and he was going to go somewhere else. And I became the editor behind the Steel Curtain. Huge pay raise at that point. And still deep down in me, inside my heart, I wanted to find my way. I wanted to answer the question, Can I be? can I be good enough? that I could get actually picked up by an accredited website. And for those of you that know, know that last summer that happened. I spent two months away from buying the steel curtain. It didn't work out because of my other job. Like I'm a teacher and I can't get rid of that job. It didn't work out at the other outlet. And so I came back to behind the steel curtain, but I proved to myself that I turned nothing into being picked up by an accredited website to cover really the Pittsburgh Steelers. And so think about that. Think about it. And it comes down to, this is my final thoughts here, it comes down to hard work. Are you willing to put in the work? Are you willing to do all that work for nothing just so that you can gain experience, gain samples, and and have uh, a resume that's like, hey, I'm not, here's my next opportunity. It can happen. You just have to work hard enough. So if you're out there and you're wondering, could I ever do that? I, I feel like I could. What's stopping you? You just have to put yourself out there. And trust me, I've had many people on the way tell me, Jeff, you can't do this. Jeff, it's a waste of time. Well, you know what? Who's laughing now? Who's laughing now? As a senior, I'm now the senior editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. I have a great team underneath me of writers and editors. Uh, the podcast platform is tremendous. And it all started because one day I said, I'm going to take a chance. So if you're out there listening, take a chance on yourself. Bet on yourself. Be confident enough that you think you can win if you bet on yourself. I was, you can too. So there you have, there's your little Tony Robbins motivational speech on Friday. Listen, folks, I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, It's Friday. Uh, Hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have some great plans. Hope your weather cooperates. I'll be back here on Monday to talk about all the things black and gold related Pittsburgh Steelers news. You know where we'll have it. BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Remember wherever you get your podcasts or Steelers or Behind the Steel Curtain. And as we always finish it out here, folks, be safe. Be kind and God bless. Have a great weekend. Go Steelers.